Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Digital Switch. I hope you had a safe and happy Thanksgiving. It's so crazy. This might actually be our last show for the year, which is bittersweet, but I think we're all really looking forward to having a fresh start in 2021. So we're going to wrap up this year with another episode where we talk about different types of enterprise tools and how they're solving crucial data problems. So today, our topic is going to be ETL and data prep tools. And of course, we have our returning guest, Gengesh Ganesan, who is PureNova's founder and CEO. So Gengesh, thank you for joining us again. Uh, uh, thank you, Sonia. Uh, great to be on the show again to talk about uh, another one of the major enterprise tools, this time uh, ETL and data preparation. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with ETL, it's a three-step process to basically onboarding your data. So I'm sure you've heard of this before, but extract, transform, and load. So companies first extract their data from a source transform it to comply with their standards, and then they finally load it into a data warehouse. Now, we know this whole process is extremely crucial because without data, you really don't have analytics or insights, and you can't make those better business decisions. So, Gangesh, my first question is, why else are ETL and data prep tools so crucial for these enterprises that are handling huge amounts of data? And are these two categories essentially the same? So, you know, this, this industry, the ETL industry is probably one of the most well-established, uh, you know, product categories uh, in the enterprise landscape. Um, and ETL has been, you know, sort of a dominant uh, sort of category, I would say, for 30, 40 years or so. So it's a very, very well-established uh, category. Uh, now, why, why is ETL important? Why does it continue being important? Well, historically, uh, it was always very difficult uh, to extract data from different applications, databases, and the like, and bring them into a staging area uh, where you could actually perform the kinds of analytics, uh, business intelligent, uh, intelligence, and other types of applications, uh, way to get uh, insights from the data. And uh, the ETL process uh, was sort of the way by which, uh, you know, people uh, got this done. In the early days of IBM and Oracle, uh, where they were the default vendors and the primary uh, vendors within, uh, you know, the enterprise landscape, uh, ETL was always considered difficult because of the numerous standards in data, different uh, ways by which data was originally and source systems were architected. Uh, and many of these source systems were architected at a time when uh, data standards didn't quite exist the way they do today. Uh, and this made this process um, very, uh, very intensive uh, in some fashion, very heavyweight. Um, and this category always, therefore, had importance because uh, not only were you getting your business insights, uh, you know, from the data that was loaded into the data warehouse or wherever it was that you were finally loading it into, the whole process was heavyweight. It, it required a lot of, uh, you know, uh, you know, knowledge, lots of understanding, lots of people, uh, lots of intricate manual steps, lots of coding. Um, and therefore, uh, this space has always been important, uh, you know, um, you know, in terms of where where uh, and how the industry is awarded. Now, traditionally, ETL. Uh, also meant uh, data preparation, uh, you know, because in the 
in the uh, term uh, that we say transform, you're actually uh, transforming the data uh, to an appropriate format uh, that is uh, appropriate for uh, an analysis. Uh, but more recently, I think uh, what uh, people have tried to see is that the transformation process, data preparation itself, uh, took on a new meaning. Particularly in the last 10 years or so, uh, a company called uh, Trifacta came around uh, and really created uh, this category called data preparation. Now, uh, it's been around for a while, and now everybody kind of talks about data preparation, but Trifacta really uh, brought it into mainstream um, you know, 10 years ago. And the idea here is that the transformations where, uh, you know, they gave you canned recipes for doing certain types of transformations on the data. Uh, things like uh, wrangling, uh, munching of the data. Uh, these are kind of informal terms, uh, but they became industry standard terminologies. Um, and data prep tools primarily perform that function. Uh, versus the extract and load portions, uh, which uh, a full-fledged ETL tool performs. So one way to think about it is that a data prep is typically, I would say, part of an ETL tool today. Uh, and uh, and in, so an integrated end-to-end -end ETL tool would involve data preparation, uh, but there are specialized data preparation tools as well. This is great. You also mentioned kind of comparing the early days of the tools versus now. And um, when I was researching kind of the evolution, I noticed that traditionally these tools were very batch oriented. And now they've kind of evolved to incorporate this aspect of real time. So how, how does this aspect of real time kind of help enterprises make these better business decisions in today's world? So, you know, and you can see how this kind of evolved, right? Early on, uh, you were actually hooking into databases and the like, um, and then uh, transforming the data and loading it into someplace, uh, a data warehouse, an appliance or something, uh, which was appropriate for uh, the type of analytics that you were trying to do. Uh, now, uh, in the in the traditional case, much of this was done uh, using, uh, uh, as you correctly pointed out, uh, batch processing. Uh, you would actually take a dump of your database uh, in the day uh, or databases at the end of the day, uh, and then would uh, would appropriately, you know, sort of modify, transform, transform, rename the columns, um, uh, do whatever it is that you were doing in your uh, in your uh, data prep stage at that at that point, and then finally load it somewhere. Um, and a lot of this was done as a nightly process and in typically IT systems, uh, you know, were built uh, with this kind of model in mind. Uh, but, you know, as we've talked about in other categories as well, uh, streaming and uh, real-time applications um, have started kind of slowly coming into the enterprise landscape uh, across the board. Uh, even applications that were originally thought of as batch applications, uh, people have more started thinking about uh, they need to be doing it in real time. I'll give you an example. Uh, traditionally, most institutions uh, kind of quote-unquote close their books uh, only end of the day. Uh, what does that mean? That basically means that uh, they'll take all the different data, uh, you know, stored in various data uh, databases uh, and then would, quote unquote, reconcile them uh, only on a nightly basis. Uh, now, uh, in many, many uh, applications, it is needed to kind of get uh, real-time insights about clients, real-time insights about sales trends, real-time insights about maybe your inventory, uh, maybe your cash management, your cash position, depends on whatever industry you're in, whether it's you're in the financial industry, retail industry, airlines industry, uh, you know, many times uh, business folks want uh, the data almost immediately. Uh, and for 
you're doing a lot of this, you are better off using streaming and real-time applications. So this means ETL tools, uh, which were originally very, very batch oriented, uh, have uh, obviously evolved. Uh, you know, all of us know about Kafka, uh, you know, when 15 years ago or so when Kafka first, uh, you know, came around uh, or 10 years ago, I would say when Kafka came around, uh, it kind of transformed uh, the NS enterprise landscape because people started using that kind of, uh, you know, pub sub mechanism uh, as a way to distribute data within the enterprise. And by default, uh, streaming applications became uh, more popular. So I would say today, uh, you know, ETL applications uh, pretty much are all, uh, you know, a mixture of both batch and streaming. And, and predominantly, the trend is to move towards more and more streaming and near real-time applications as opposed to the traditional file batch-oriented uh, ETL, um, you know, tools and, and data prep me mechanisms that were uh, prevalent, uh, say, 10 years ago. Now, previously, we've talked a lot about this saying garbage in, garbage out, which is really well known to people who wrangle data. Now, basically, if you input garbage data and you don't try and fix it, your enterprise is going to get poor analytics and you're going to make poor business decisions. So that brings me to my next question. Do these ETL and data prep tools help enterprises beyond kind of standardizing and importing their data? Or do they also help with things like data quality and data integrity? That's a great question, actually. Uh, you know, traditionally, if you think about ETL, uh, it is a, a, a layer of, uh, you know, tools and software that is used for extracting data from somewhere uh, and then uh, prepping it so that you're keeping it ready for data to be consumed somewhere else. Uh, the notion of data quality doesn't really actually enter into the vocabulary of uh, ETL tools, simply because they're all about connecting to various different sources. You know, it could be file, stream, uh, back, what have you, um, and then uh, modifying and transforming the data so that it's appropriate to be loaded somewhere else. Uh, you know, things like correctness, consistency, completeness, which are kind of the most important attributes of data quality tools are really not possible in the ETL layer. They are actually done further downstream or uh, in an upper layer in the stack, uh, you know, if you were to visualize uh, your applications that way. Uh, so, you know, I would say that ETL tools, uh, while they can do a lot of, you know, SQL-based uh, transformations on the data uh, and projections on the data, uh, to do data quality, really, you need to be able to run business rules across multiple sets of data concurrently. Um, and ETL tools aren't really set up to do that. They can do joins across data sets. Uh, but being able to, in a general purpose way, be able to execute business logic to ensure correctness, consistency, and completeness of data uh, is not quite uh, in the realm of, uh, of ETL tools. Now, ETL tools can give you some metrics, right? They can tell you what kind of transformations happen. Uh, they can tell you that you loaded, uh, you know, say a million records and you got out only uh, 800,000 records and you lost 200,000 records. That would be a terrible system if that happened. Uh, you know, but nevertheless, uh, that kind of metric is available. But when we say in the enterprise context, data quality and completeness, uh, we don't mean just input messages equal to output messages, input records equal to output records. Uh, we actually have, uh, you know, much tighter uh, definitions for those. Uh, as we've talked about in the data quality segments, uh, it involves the notion of being able to actually figure out at a higher business or application level, 
uh, whether all the data is complete. Uh, if in a settlement system, uh, all the data associated with settlement are available. In a payment system, all the payment stuff is available. Uh, and that's far more different than uh, the kinds of metrics that typically ETL tools offer. So I would say that, you know, in the modern world, one of the biggest shortcomings of the ETL layer is that data quality is not present uh, in the ETL layer. And clients are forced to either build uh, their own data quality uh, tools or bolt uh, data quality tools on top of uh, existing platforms. So if we switch gears ever so slightly to our own platform, which is the Canadian Farm platform, our solution actually automates three things, which we've talked about data quality, process correctness, and end-to-end visibility so that these businesses can make better data-driven decisions. So Within our own framework, we do include a data preparation aspect for any sort of financial institutions, just so that people understand where we are in comparison to the other tools you're talking about. Do enterprises need both ETL data prep tools and our own platform, or can we really do it all for them? Yeah. So, you know, again, uh, this is a very uh, application specific question uh, and uh, it depends on the actual use cases that we're covering. Uh, If you look at Cuneiform as an end-to-end platform, uh, we need to connect to existing source systems of our clients um, and then be able to guarantee uh, end-to-end visibility, data quality, lineage, uh, many other things for them. Uh, which essentially means that uh, something like an ETL layer needs to be part of our platform. So uh, we actually have one, uh, and we have an ETL platform that is fairly full-fledged, uh, supports uh, all kinds of uh, you know uh, legacy file-based uh, you know ETL uh, you know including uh, you know support for Excel or CSVs or very very traditional flat file formats. Uh, all the way to very sophisticated connectors to, uh, you know, streaming sources, uh, you know, uh, you know, Kafka or connecting directly uh, to, a, uh, to a Hadoop-based uh, data lake, uh, you know. So we offer uh, connectors for all of these uh, in the ETL layer. And we also provide a full-fledged, uh, you know, data prep tool, which allows clients to wrangle this data, uh, you know, transform the data, modify the data, cleanse the data, uh, standardize the data, canonicalize this data. So many of these functions uh, we provide to our clients with a drag and drop user interface. Uh, We also provide them with various orchestration tools around automating it. So if you have uh, file ingestion that needs to happen every day at 5 p.m., uh, we can automatically go to the location, grab the file, uh, bring it in, load it in, uh, transform it appropriately, and and bring it into our tool for data quality and further uh, 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 upstream analytics. Uh, so in that context, uh, PureNova's uh, Cuneiform platform offers an end-to-end solution for our clients. Now, why do we do that? We do that simply because, as I mentioned, it is important to connect to client sources and guarantee end-to-end visibility and data quality on the client's data. Uh, And the only way to do that would be to have some kind of an ETL layer uh, that does it. Now, there's a lot of questions that could come there. Uh, Can you do it without storing the data in your platform? Can you just connect to an existing source and do it? And, And the answer to all of these questions is yes. Uh, we can uh, store the data fully um, or we can actually, uh, you know, connect directly to the client's uh, sources and run it there, um, you know. And so, so there's lots of different models. Uh, again, uh, the use case will eventually dictate uh, what is the appropriate mechanism by which we're going to process the data uh, in the client's environment or in the cloud or what, whatever the uh, appropriate uh, environment is. Uh, but, you know, 
Uh, I would say that in general, Kineform is not just to be viewed as a data prep and an ETL tool. We're not. Uh, we don't compete with ETL and data prep tools in any fashion. Uh, we actually provide end-to-end -end data quality, end-to-end -end visibility, and end-to-end -end, uh, process correctness uh, across all the different data sources uh, you know, that uh, clients want. Uh, specifically, uh, we provide a self-serve zero-code platform for business users. In the process, there are some ETL functions that the clients have to perform, and so those functions are integrated into our platform. So that's kind of how I would position um, you know, Cuneiform. Uh, we do have support for um, all the different, uh, you know, uh, clouds, uh, you know, some native support for hybrid cloud type, uh, you know, uh, ETL capabilities. Uh, but all of that aside, we're still not an ETL uh, or a data prep tool. Uh, we are a higher layer, uh, you know, business tool for business users, uh, you know, for setting up uh, uh, these kinds of applications. Um, and ETL is just a, a byproduct of one of the functions we end up doing. So one last point I want to make about our platform that's come up a bunch of times before is that enterprises, they don't need to worry about having this idea of clean data to begin using our platform. Because we offer, like you said, these data quality checks and these parameters that help enterprises with data integrity, standardization, synchronization, all of that. So as long as you have data, you can use our platform. Is that fair? Yeah, so that's another very important aspect. Uh, where in the value chain uh, are you actually seated uh, or where is your platform being really used? Um, and so in that context, you're absolutely correct. Uh, you know, you know, in many cases, you'll uh, if you're an upstream application uh, or a reporting application, uh, data quality uh, is a prerequisite for you. Uh, in the Pianova case, uh, we actually do the data quality. So um, any upstream uh, or any, you know, reporting applications that are built out of Kineform, um, and we have a reporting layer, uh, you know, and a business intelligence layer. Um, now, in our case, uh, data quality checks are performed on the fly in the platform as the data comes in. Uh, in addition, we give you a bunch of tools for doing root cause analysis on the data quality issues that you face. Uh, you can group the exceptions, you can order them, you can sort them. Uh, you can actually in place even modify the data, clean the data um, and, and do some of this in an automated rule-based way or you can actually allow uh, a permission-based um, you know, approval workflow on it. Uh, so we can perform all of this uh, in addition to, um, you know, um, you know, being able to provide the kind of analytics on the data. So what this means is that uh, you can just feed uh, quote unquote unclean data into Pianova and if uh, Pianova's Cuneiform platform. And if you set up the data quality rules appropriately, uh, then the platform would uh, cleanse the data for you so that you can have clean data uh, for your analytics and reporting applications. So that's kind of how I would, uh, uh, you know, say, uh, you know, where we fit in in the in the in the data pipeline. No, this is great. This is another excellent conversation. I think this will really help our listeners understand a bit more about ETL and data prep tools and then how our own platform fits in with all of it. So if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to us on our website for more information. And we're happy to provide you with a non-commitment demo. So Gangesh, thank you again for joining us and wrapping up an awesome 2020. Thanks, Sonia. Uh, it was great to kind of talk about uh, this particular product category. It's been a great uh, journey over the last several weeks to talk about uh, many of the different enterprise product categories uh, that are more commonly used and how Cuneiform fits um, and complements many of these tools um, in the enterprise landscape. Uh, thanks.
And as always, thank you for listening to A Digital Switch. You can find us, subscribe to us, and share us on your favorite podcast streaming service, digitalswitch.show, and of course on YouTube. You can also stay up to date on everything Piernova at Piernova.com and at Piernova Inc. on Twitter. That's all from us, everyone. I hope you have an absolutely safe and happy holidays and, of course, a happy new year. 